0: This is Dollars and Sensibility with Tom Stone. And we're going to talk about what you really want. And at the end of the day, how to get what you really want is to understand money. Guild Mortgage, NMLS number 3274, Tom Stone, NMLS number 257849. The information contained in these podcasts are for educational purposes only and do not necessarily express the opinions of Guild Mortgage. Welcome to another episode of Dollars and Sensibility. I, this is one of those episodes for me that will be my favorite. So when I go and download an episode, it'll be this one. Not to say the others aren't going to be ones I'm going to enjoy as well, but this one's uh, near, dear to my heart. My very, very good friend, Danny Labrum. I asked him if he'd come on and, and he said yes. And that I appreciate. Danny, the reason I asked you to come is I want, to tell, I want you to tell your story. I want you to tell your story. I want you to tell us about you know you're young you started young you know, in a ford and a chevy dealership mm-hmm. first of all if you remember the story
1: you're going to be a doctor sure yeah a little
0: closer yeah. you ever want to be a
1: doctor and why um i don't know i always wanted to be a doctor because because i grew up in Roosevelt, utah and there was just this awesome guy that was a doctor and Kind of like a, I don't know, mentor or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So, just want to follow in his footsteps. So you saw someone that you looked up to mm-hmm. and said that, and he does a
0: lot of good for a lot of people. Yeah,
1: and you said, hey, "Great what's guy." This? So I said, "I'm gonna do that." Which is usually what I when I hear you know uh,
0: kids say, "What do I do when I grow up?" It's usually mm-hmm. you've seen somebody, mom, dad,
1: church leader, friend, neighbor, yeah,
0: and that's what happened to you. Yeah. And you went hard and fast
1: to school. Yeah. So I graduated from Union in 91 and and uh, went to the U and did all the pre-med and came out with a bachelor's in biology and a minor in chemistry.
0: Oh, you went the whole gamut. Yeah.
1: The, you did the whole four years. I did four years. Yep. Took me five because I wasn't smart, I don't think. But, <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. <clears throat> And took then, the MCAT and, oh you
0: took the MCAT yep well this is you went way down this path
1: yep so then I I moved to Phoenix that's where mom was living mm-hmm. and her because there was a med school there that I wanted to get in mm-hmm. and I figured I'd get residency work for a year get residency it's easier to get in mm-hmm. and uh her husband owned Kobe Lincoln Mercury mm-hmm. a car so I started washing cars Started as, mm-hmm. as a lot tech
0: even then you're a college graduate Yeah you were washing cars
1: yeah i had to start somewhere so <laughs> so that's what i did <clears throat> and then um i don't know i started moving up with him so i started washing cars and i he moved me into parts mm-hmm. and then I, I i applied to the school and didn't get in so <clears throat> another year and so then i moved to service and learned service right and then didn't get in again and then it's Mm -hmm. time to take the mcat again i said you know what Mm -hmm. i'm working up here so maybe i'll switch Mm -hmm. so I decided i'd try the cardio thing Mm -hmm. so
0: which by the way going from trying to get into school and and scrubbing tires i'm going to
1: own the whole joint yeah but so it's funny so (laughs) so let's go back to that man that that guy manor he was a he's a radiologist and I was shadowing him for, I don't know, maybe six months. And I said, Dr. Stewart, if you could do anything different, what would you do? He says, well, Danny, I'd be a doctor and I'd own a car dealership. Oh, he said that. He said that, yeah. So I said, cool. Because in Roosevelt, my relatives own a car dealership too. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyways.
0: So he told you that saying, hey, Uh you might want to think about that.
1: So he said, that's what I'd do different, Mm -hmm. right?
0: So I said, huh. Did he tell you why?
1: Because he loved cars he loved cars. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, so I, I said I'm going to put all my energy into owning a car dealership. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh my stepdad kept moving me, so I did all parts and service and sold used cars. And about at that time, there's a a dealer school, dealer academy. Mm-hmm. that I decided I'd go to. Is
0: it a certain Ford, Chevy?
1: Nope. So this is
0: it's just a general thing.
1: national auto dealers Academy. So all makes and models are all makes and brands. So I had to, I got actually a scholarship from the Arizona auto dealers association because mm-hmm. I had to pay for it myself. Mm-hmm. It's so like so a true university or something. It's a, well, it's a year program. It's just an academy. They do give you credit. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then after that, he moved me into the county office.
0: Just a second, was this like an online school? No, nope. you went there and stayed in the dorms? McLean,
1: Virginia hotel. You, you went to school, yeah. So you go there; it's a year program. You go there for one week every other month, and then you come home and apply what you learned. Okay, okay. Right? So you know did what it work was it good? Yeah, and it is what it did. It 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 taught me the it accelerated my learning in the financial statement and Mm -hmm. the financial realm of it and honestly what each department does and Mm -hmm. so i finished that then he put me to the accounting office so i started receivables um then i went to a biller they call it and at that point my stepdad knew that i wanted to own a dealership and i was gonna buy part of his or own another one Mm -hmm. and and ford came in and I said, what would, it, what would it get me to become a dealer? Ford came into your dad's? To stepdad's place. Okay. hmm And they said, well, you need management experience. Well, <laughs> he didn't have any management position open. So I moved to Utah, <clears throat> picked up Rachel and we came <laughs> your and I, wife? Yep, I started selling cars at the auto collection.
0: You met her in Arizona though, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. So Arizona, yeah, we were married at the time.
0: Yeah. Arizona was a pretty beneficial place for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, learned, I got my wife and car <laughs> yeah, dealership.
0: Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: So moved to Utah, started selling cars for the auto collection, which is Ford bought up all the Ford dealerships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And two weeks into that, he calls me up and says, Hey, we need you to come be our office manager. Who, my stepdad, your stepdad called, me. called you. Yep. So he says, We need you back in Phoenix. Two weeks. So yeah, so couldn't you
0: have told me this? I know. Yep.
1: <laughs> so well, the deal was he was their controller was going to retire, so they removed their office manager into their controller position. Okay, and he wanted me to be the office manager. So I, me and Rachel came back, mm-hmm. and I was the office manager. And probably two weeks into that, <clears throat> I was in charge of the petty cash. It's just cash. Well, I saw a IOU in the petty cash box. Mm-hmm. So I took it to my <clears throat> my uncle who was also the owner. And I said, "Hey Jeff, um, is this normal?" So the IOU is from the upcoming controller.
0: Mm.
1: So he fired her on the spot. And because to him that was stealing was out you that she took money? She took money out of the box. And it probably wasn't the first time. Yeah. Because right. she was over it before. And she was the controller. controller. And she was going to be the controller. So uh-huh. they fire her. So they say, Danny, you're going to be the... So news. she was trying to be honest, actually. Yeah. She let them know that I took money from you. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they, they're, they have millions of dollars and she was going to be over it. So they just, they were done. You can't have that mentality. No. So they shoved me in to be the controller i had two days training after being a manager for two weeks yeah got it so so then i i was became their controller and then they sold like i don't know two years later mm. and i said oh, "I'm, i'm i'm out of phoenix it's too hot <laughs> yeah. so then i started calling dealerships in utah and what'd you say <clears throat> hi can i talk to the owner yeah Hey, is hi mr owner I'm Danny Labrum. I'd like to buy your dealership. i am just seeing if you're for sale. Mm-hmm. And so the very first place I called was in Tooele. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he said, well, I'm not for sale, but I heard the place in Heber. Mm. So I called the Chevy store in Heber. And and uh, a year and a half later, got it. Why a year and a half? How can you buy it right then? Um, well, for the first little while, he was... He, he couldn't tell me he was working a deal with somebody else okay. and that fell through. And then he called me back. Okay. And it, it took, took about a year just paperwork. to work, um, getting approved from the fact you have to be approved from the factory. Chevy has to say yes to. Yep. Chevy uh, has to agree on it <clears throat> and, and the financing, mm-hmm. but Chevy made my stepfather be like a consultant mm-hmm. for 18 months mm-hmm. because he had all the knowledge. hmm Mm-hmm. where I only had five or six years. Mm-hmm. So between that and... Getting, so he helped you get in. Yep. He helped me get in. Mm-hmm. So, and then the financing took a while.
0: And you told me something that let letting me share
1: it. You got a loan, but you paid 10% interest for that loan. Is that true? 10%. The balloon in five years? Five years. If I didn't pay him off in five years, it doubled. Hmm. Plus I had to pay his demos, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. They are like 1500 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So... And yeah. You said okay. Had to, yeah. To make this, if work. I wanted to, if I wanted to do it, I had to do it. If I wanted a car dealership, I had to do it. So I did it. Did you ever say this is just too much? I'm going to go get a normal job. Or you just like I made my um, mind up and I'm going? Yeah, I made my mind up. That's what I'm doing. I'm not turning back. Because mm-hmm. I, I, to me, I failed at the doctor. You failed at that. I, that's what I felt like, um, right? I wasn't smart enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, w- I was I was going to do whatever it took to get nice. in this Chevy store. Period.
0: And I don't think anyone's going to get mad for me saying this, but the dealership you bought in Chevy was not in a good, not in good shape. No. All I know was when I I lived here during that time, and I'm just telling you what I heard on the street. Do not, do not go to the Chevy dealership. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. Everything they so I never went there. Yeah. like don't go there it's awful the service or the sales or whatever it was yeah so i can't really i'm just saying that's maybe rude to somebody who was in that position then that they say couldn't defend themselves but that was the
1: reputation yeah and 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 i i found that out if i would have known it, i probably wouldn't have got bought that store okay it took me three years for people just to look at that store on Mm -hmm. highway 40. Mm -hmm. just to look over uh, people would come in oh when did the name change like mm-hmm. three years later <laughs> so no I you're hundred percent right yeah so not
0: only is, oh finally I, I bought the store I, I finally got my financing Chevy finally approved me mm-hmm. yeah uh, and that was at the beginning yep and then you so then s- the work began then the work began because you had to overcome some negative and some non a lot of yeah, they just they just didn't exist in some people's minds. That's just not an option for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. and if I remember right, I, I do claim some level of of participation in this because I was one of the sooner participants at the Chevy dealership when I purchased my vehicle.
1: Yeah, what was that? 4 Mm hmm. was yeah. Two thousand four.
0: Yeah. Yeah, bought my Chevy Silverado in mm-hmm. two thousand four from yeah.
1: yeah. you. Yeah. Trade in a nice Ford. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My Ford F three hundred and fifty. Yep. How do you remember that? I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I remember cars. I yeah. mean, that'd
0: be we're coming on twenty years ago almost. Yeah, huh?
1: yeah, yeah. Huh? So
0: it was good. Now the other part I remember is you told your beautiful bride you're living upstairs for five years.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you didn't have a place to well, live.
1: Well, I I didn't. So <clears throat> there's an apartment upstairs above the Chevy, mm-hmm. and I said, Ray, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to live upstairs. We 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 can't afford a house. Mm-hmm. So she agreed, and I told I told her it wasn't very long. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't know if oh, we didn't say five years. I didn't tell her a time, really. I just said not very long.
0: I think you told me five years. I could have. Okay.
1: I don't. I don't know, but so we had Savannah. Savannah was two, mm-hmm. so she had an office as a bedroom, mm-hmm. and uh, here comes Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So Kennedy was born, and we were still at the dealership, and Ray said, "No, we're done." So this is like. Two and two and a half years. We lived at the dealership, and Rachel was done. At two and a half. Mm-hmm. So she went out searching for house and says, "I found my house. Buy it." So that's what <laughs> we did. Yeah.
0: And, and so and again, you were back to that. You were kind of so determined, so focused that it probably took your wife saying, "Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, 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 hey. yeah."
1: <laughs> I was fine, I mean, we could live. You're doing there.
0: this, correct? And you're like, oh, okay. Because at two and a half years, you were feeling like at least some sort of level of... Yeah. People are starting to buy from us now.
1: Correct, yep. We're finally, finally starting to turn the corner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> finally making a little money. So...
0: What happened? So you, you had this big, huge, heavy debt hanging over you. Uh-huh. Tell me kind of just... That
1: five-year deal? Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> so as what happened is we're getting close to the five years. I'm paying him the 10%. And and I said, I, I can't let this double. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yeah. So I go and I found up some, another money source and, and luckily I solidified that and we paid him off within the five so years. So you refinanced. Refinanced. Yep. And got another loan that was a lot more. I don't know. I was probably paying 6%, which is, at that time,
0: good. And maybe, of right? course. Yeah. yeah. And probably a little better terms. Oh, yeah. So.
1: Yeah. 20-year amortization. Yep. yep, yep, yep. We're good. Yep. Yeah,
0: because cash flow is king, right?
1: Cash is king, yep. I mean, you can
0: say I got a 2% interest, but if you have payments of oh. too much, it's yeah. just not worth it, right? Yep. So cash is king in running a business. Yeah. How many employees uh, when you bought the business?
1: So when I bought the Chevy store, we had 11 employees. Yeah. And now you have? Now after what with everybody 53 53 so it's grown Mm -hmm.
0: that's kind of step. that includes ford right i want to go there yeah so how long have you owned ford now
1: so I bought Ford december
0: of 09 so december 09 so you bought a dealership in the worst time ever as far as recession goes yeah talk us through that so here comes 2000 everyone's losing their jobs losing their houses having some struggle and you go hey wait a minute i'm gonna buy another one
1: yeah Well, it's just, it was just a good time to buy. Right. So when the economy crashes, Mm -hmm. stuff gets cheaper. Mm -hmm. And luckily I, I, my philosophy. So I, I I had like six loans when I bought the Chevy store and I, I, I paid the smaller one first. Right. Mm-hmm. And say that payment's $3,000 a month. Like basic budgeting. You start small yeah. and then put it in the next one. Yep. And then that's what I did. I put that 3,000 into the next one. So I had equity after seven years. So, so you were in a mindset of debt reduction. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Just making a ton of dollars. You're like, I want to get ahead yep. of this thing. Correct. Yep. Hence why you could be prepared for a crash. Correct. So, and I, I had a little money in the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Not nearly enough, mm-hmm. but... um. So anyways, I, I, I called this Ford dealer every year, oh. once every year mm-hmm. and they didn't care for, for that, but I did anyways. Right. Yeah. So, and the phone call was the same as, <coughs> Hey, I gave them for sale. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you are, well, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had a, a friend come in in 09, I don't know when, summertime. And he said, Hey, if I hear Ford's for sale, mm. so. He goes and I call mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. and, and it was, I called Elva and she said, I'll have Shelly call you. Mm-hmm. So, so Shelly was awesome. And, and I was actually on my roof putting up heat weather strip at Chevy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I came and I answered the call and she said, come over. So I go over and I actually just worked the deal and. That one was quicker. That wasn't a year mm-hmm. that took a few Cause it was months. more of a
0: buy sell between owner seller and you had experience.
1: Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so I got that in December.
0: So speaking of that, when did your father-in-law not have to be part of it? So he had to kind
1: of co-sign with you. So, yep. So it was actually my, my stepfather gave me that money. Stepfather. Sorry. Stepfather. And sorry. my dad co-signed it. Okay. okay. <clears throat> my stepfather, he only had to be with me 18 months, 18 months and after the, I, I probably paid him off like in three years or four years. Okay. Then I was done. By the way, how old were you when you
0: signed for the
1: strivet dealership? I was 28. You were 28 years old? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty scary. But <laughs> when, you're, <clears throat> when you're that young, I mean, you have nothing to lose, right? I didn't have anything to lose other than the, <laughs> someone else's money. Yeah. Right? I
0: mean, I just put some time, heart, but, and energy into this <clears throat> thing and see what happens, right?
1: But I knew, I knew the business. I knew I knew how to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you can do that you're golden
0: where did you learn that so in other words someone could say your family had done some positive business decisions mm-hmm. made some money and you might say I'm going to coast or hang on to the coattails Yeah. you decided not to do that mm-hmm. why What what's you thinking I wanted my own of
1: something why I-
0: Cause you can get your own, you can work someone else and yeah. own your own house and own your own truck. And...
1: I don't know why, other than <clears throat> just wanted mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. That's weird. That's a good question. I don't know why I wanted to be myself. I didn't want to go to my dad's oil company, or I didn't want to be part of my brother's building mm-hmm. construction. Just wanted my own. Mm-hmm. So be your own boss. Right. You know, but yeah, back then you think being your own boss is something different than it really is. You, you think it's like freedom maybe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and
0: by the way, being your own boss is freedom. Let's talk about that for a
1: second. Um, it's freedom that you can make your own decisions, mm-hmm. but you're not free. Mm-hmm. You're a slave to the business. You know, you, it's
0: all on your head. <clears throat> Let's go back to your mentor's question. When, when you asked him, what would you have done differently? You know, if you said, okay, looking back at the decisions I made, owning a dealership, buying a second dealership, mm-hmm. what would if the same question was ventured to you, what would you say? I wouldn't do
1: anything different. Because? Because it's, I'm happy with where I'm at. I think it's worked out. I would, I would I would, try to, and I don't know if you could do this, I would try to g- give more time to your family, right? You work too much. Yeah, work way too much. So you have
0: some workaholic problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you'd change. Yeah. But still buying a dealership is... You're I'd happy still
1: happy. do that, yeah.
0: Do you still feel a failure because you didn't become a doctor?
1: No. There's I mean, I, like- I wish I could do it. I wish I could have done it. Because you hate the right? fact that it Because I, I hate... Mm-hmm. Not winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because I'm very goal-oriented. And I didn't get that goal.
0: Mm-hmm. But but the goal is to create a career. Yeah. To take care of your family. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. And, and I you did get it. that goal. Yeah. Okay. So let's just I just throw this in there in case. So hey, I like this idea. I like what Danny did. I want to own a dealership. Mm-hmm. What do they have to
1: do today to do that? Have a lot of money. <laughs> Even more money. <clears throat> that sounds weird, but they're a lot more money today than they used to be. Mm. For and, is there and, some sort of like a <clears throat> an appeal to them that all the big boys are buying everything up mm-hmm. and they're paying top dollar. So I'm assuming you could sell if you wanted to. <clears throat> oh yeah. And does that interest you? No, because well, I'm only forty nine. What would I do? I mean, I got it. I didn't, I wouldn't have to do anything, but I have to do something.
0: So you could sell the dealerships, <coughs> plural, and you could get enough cash to say I'm retired mm-hmm. and have a good life. Yeah, which is usually everybody's dream. Yeah, it's not your
1: dream. Well, I thought it was my dream when I first. My, my, goal. my goal is, was when I was 48, I was going to be done. Mm-hmm. So 28, 48, 20 mm-hmm. years. 20 year After price. that, after the loan was paid off, I'm be done. Mm-hmm. But I got to do something. And everybody says, yeah, well, you can do something else. Well, I, why? I, I already have something. <laughs> right? So I don't want to do anything else. You like what you do. Yeah.
0: It's hard. Even though it's stress. Yeah. In fact, I feel I feel a little guilty realizing I asked you to come over here. Realizing that this is the busiest time of your year.
1: Yeah, I don't. We're good. <laughs> Luckily, I have manpower now. But honestly, before <clears throat> those first few years, I I couldn't I couldn't afford managers. Mm. I do it all. Mm-hmm. Now, couldn't. someone could say you couldn't afford not to to grow your business because you have a mental yeah. state to take care of mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. But now I have now I have people that I can break away for an hour or two. So do you have control issues
0: that, you know, Oh yeah. I got to do it the right way. So I'm
1: going to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's part of the issue. Yep.
1: That's hard. Getting back, working on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's,
0: and when people walk in the door, especially people like me that just, I know you, you know, everybody, I'd rather talk to Danny. Mm-hmm. Is it still that
1: or is it getting better? Um, It's still that, but we've just grown so much that, there's a lot of people that come in that don't even know me, right? Mm-hmm. And Heber's growing. Mm-hmm. So that's not like it was before. <clears throat> Take us through,
0: I was thinking about it when you were coming in. Hey, I've got this vehicle that I've outgrown or something else, and I trade it in. And you say I got a new one or another used one or whatever it is. Tell me the, you talk about sending it to the auction. Mm-hmm. you know, so you, I'm thinking you don't always put up your lot. You put it to the auction. Tell me the, I'm just kind of fascinated at the levels of ways to make money. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you got a trade in, you got an auction, obviously you got parts and sales. You've mm-hmm. got, tell us, tell us that. What are the pieces when a car comes in or, you know, what,
1: what are the different avenues of, of income? So I'll answer that question. The avenues of income with a cardio ship, you have, with a new car franchise, you have new cars. That's one business. Mm-hmm. Used cars, that's business number two. Second business. Parts, that's number three. Mm-hmm. Service, number four. And big stores have the fifth, which is the body shop. Mm. So those are your five ways to make money. Mm-hmm. And and I, I treat, all I have four, I don't have a body shop. I treat those four as their own entities. Mm-hmm they have to survive on their own so
0: even so use is different than new
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah so that's how you i have four managers um let's say three three because i put new and used manager over
0: okay, it's the car. yeah yeah yep. but his funnels is different
1: right? so i have a parts manager service manager and sales manager that mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. are over ford and chevy or separate Separate, separate. So, so six. Six. He's yeah. so got six managers. Mm-hmm. And then if you if a car comes in, you don't want it, you just sell it to the auction. Yep.
1: How does that work? So so most people don't know, but when 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 you bring your car into a dealership, <clears throat> their goal is not to lose money on that car. Right. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. So we have to find that happy line, and and we use yes, you got the JD Power book, you got Blue Book, Black Book, whatever. But we use what's called a Mannheim Marker Report, or MMR. Mm-hmm. And that's what those cars are actually selling today at the auction. Because if I can't sell your car, i got to take it to auction. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we figure out the value of your car.
0: So you you have a car that comes in, you're like, well, I could sell that one and make more money than auction will give me.
1: Yeah, so then I'll go a little bit higher than auction, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but an auction will always take a car? Well, no, auction just is a place where you take the car and you have bidders buyers uh, and you don't get money until it's purchased. Oh yeah. Correct. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize Correct. That. I just yep. know it, was, it went
1: to the auction. Yep. And then auction. And then when somebody buys it, <clears throat> like you can have a car at the auction for two months if you want, if you, okay. if, if you don't get the money that you want. That was my, I'm, maybe
0: some people knew that. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. that you still own that car. Oh yeah. Until someone buys it. Yep. But the auction is just an easier way for it to be sold. And yeah, um, and you have more people looking at it. My son it. traded in a little old Subaru just recently mm-hmm. to you when he bought his truck. And yeah.
1: and you're like, I don't want that on my lot. What's going to go? Yeah.
0: It was too low of a price.
1: Too, yeah, or too old or too many miles. I can't even remember what it was yeah. but, other than the Subaru. But yeah. So then you just take those to the auction and give you get. And, and you that, still loaning and waiting to get
0: yeah. some sort of money for mm-hmm. it. And you gamble. and you told them a the value, you're like, I think I could probably I think, get this. Yep. Yeah.
1: And you kind of hope. Yeah. I mean, and we're, we take an educated guess and sure. we know the deal. And then the auction takes a fee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hmm.
0: So interesting. So that's how you make the money on the sales side, on parts. There's mm-hmm. markup, I assume, mm-hmm. obviously, yep. right? Yep. Uh, is it is it always that the dealer owns his own property
1: and owns the shop? Or do they rent sometimes? Sometimes they lease from other... But my... I was, I'm a hard believer in you got to own your real estate. Mm-hmm. So is that
0: a, another entity you have then? Yes. So actually there's a, yeah. So there's sixth. other, yeah. Sixth. So you got a real estate on too.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's other, yeah. You can go crazy with other things too, but real and, and honestly, real estate is probably where you make the most money. Okay. So just because that's my little wheelhouse, mm-hmm. T- teach me on that. so auto
0: dealer just told me real estate is mm-hmm. where you make your most money. Please
1: yeah. explain that to us. So, and I'm going to go back all the way to 2001. Okay. So I buy the Chevy store with the real estate mm-hmm. and I get a loan from bank X. Mm-hmm. And my payment was, let's just say $25,000. Mm-hmm. I charge, so my real estate companies say XYZ real estate Mm -hmm. charges labrum Chevrolet Mm $25,000. Well, I wanted to charge XYZ wanted to charge 30,000 to make a profit. They won't let me Mm. because I was too leveraged. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why, that's one reason I have such motivation to pay down my, Mm -hmm. my debt. So now XYZ can charge actually whatever I want, Mm -hmm. right? And that, you have the flexibility with the correct. with the equity because yep, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So my Chevy original Chevy's paid off, so I could so I don't these numbers are not they're just fictitious, right? right? right. So now X Y Z charges Layman Chevrolet forty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Well, that's income, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's how that real estate works, and most big dealerships, yeah, they they rent that big lot. They, the dealership rents it from the real estate company. And I they just keep it separate.
0: If you ever did mm-hmm. sell, you could sell the dealership and still Correct. own the property. Yep. And just get that lease payment.
1: Yep. Low retirement, right?
0: For your retirement. Mm-hmm. And you don't
1: want to. Yeah. We've talked about this, by yeah. the way. I'm kind yeah. I'm I'm yeah, of in here a little bit. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, so the, the plan is if Savannah Jackson, I mean, they want to take it over. So. That's your, your daughter, yep, and daughter. Daughter son-in-law. and son in law. So. You know, they probably can't buy the real estate at first. Mm-hmm. So, but you might do a slow transition. There, yeah, mm-hmm. keeping the family. Yep. Yeah, just because dealerships are so hard to get nowadays.
0: Let's go down the path a little bit. I I know some backstory. The reason that you don't want to just quit and retire is that you've seen people around you who've had that opportunity and option and take it, mm-hmm. and in your mind, don't find the happiness that you thought they would look. At least some. At least some examples. Yeah, so you've seen, or you're like, wait a minute, they're kind of like, I don't want to put words in your mouth. You know, you've kind of seen some examples and went, you know, I think working's not so bad.
1: Yeah, just because I, it depends on that age, right? When you retire, mm-hmm. and you just get too bored, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. So I, I choose not to right now.
0: Let's talk about the stress level for a second here.
1: Can we? Sure.
0: Stress level, concerns, affect your health. Oh, yeah. Teach us and talk to us.
1: <clears throat> well, because the long hours, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, start from 11 employees and go to 53. It isn't just selling a car. You're managing no. people. Yeah, you're managing people, right? And that's your... that's the biggest challenge it's because the people are do their own job. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the stress at night, you can't sleep and worried about this or that slow times. Yeah. So then if you don't watch it, you have a heart attack. Mm Hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, which is real. You had one,
0: you had a heart attack and it shocked all of us, including your family. Yeah. And I, I asked if I could bring this up and he said sort of kind of, yeah. Yeah. Where do you go from here? What is it did it so change now, your thought processes? Did, did it um,
1: yeah. It, it simple, really didn't simple. it's 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 hard not to get back into did it change my outlook? Yeah, it did for the first month. Hmm. Right. But then you still have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So I do have to leave at four o'clock every, day. for every my days over. Yeah. For my family, right?
0: Now, who set the four o'clock?
1: My family. Your wife said, I oh, you're done. Yeah, wife four and daughter, o'clock. everybody. So, but, like today, I mean, you set up all this work. I came in at 3.30 a.m. A.m. Yeah. So you could be done by four. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, it's the busy time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it it's hard, and, and again, like I told you, it's, it scared other people worse than me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you have to be respectful mm-hmm. of who you scared. You mentioned that, and right. it's not just your family; mm-hmm. it's your work family too. Yeah, because that's the guy we rely on. Yeah. So you have to be sensitive to that and
0: be aware of what they're thinking and feeling
1: too. Yeah. But and I, honestly, I don't know how to get rid of that stress. I don't know card. what the I don't know what the key is. Let's go down there for a second because I find myself with those same kind of
0: thoughts, like you know, I probably should do that differently, but I have no clue how to do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I I, I do notice <clears throat> I am trying, and I'm not saying it's the best way, but we're all busy. Our phones ring. We get texts. Texts almost go unanswered now because mm. there's so many, mm-hmm. right? And and sometimes I just have to. I feel bad, but I can't, I can't do them all. I got to. Yep. And I have to say, does this matter? Your cell phone's out to too many people right now. Yeah. Yep.
0: Back to the, I just want to talk to Danny about this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and I, and I, I've had to pick and choose who gets Danny, Mm -hmm. which is sad because I built so many. So I've spent so many time, getting everybody to rely on Danny. Mm-hmm. Now you got to cut it.
0: Huh. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So you're going to hate this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So you gamble everything, at least you had, it, mm-hmm. including your time, energy and such, and you win. This sucker successful.
1: Yeah.
0: And in your own mind, and your own goals, you know, you've, you've accomplished, and I want to say you're rich to some people you are, for sure, but you've accomplished everything. I mean, hey, Danny, what
1: else do you want, you know, as far as stuff? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want? You kind of got there. I probably got it. There's, there's always things you want, but. Yeah. You, you could say I've got a boat or I've got a, yeah. this or that and
0: got yeah. a place to go enjoy the summers and a little place to go enjoy the s- sunshine and stuff yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. How much of that is like, you know, when I start my job and I want to accomplish my goals so I can have my summer home, I get my winter home, my vacation home. My, it, it, for you, it's kind of a little unfair cause you know, did you get that fancy car you wanted? You are like, yeah. yeah. Any car that yeah. comes through, I drive for yeah, a while and I sell it. Yeah. You can drive whatever car you want. Yeah, you have some sort of prestige. People know who you are. They know your name, at least in this town and other places.
1: Is it? Is that fulfilling? Is yeah. that Like, oh man, I'm <clears throat> there. That's fulfilling, but I don't. I don't. But yay, right? I, I don't really care about all that. But I do think you have to have a goal of something to keep pushing you. So let's go back to the same question I've asked three or four times. You, are you going to buy another dealership? I would if my wife lets me.
0: Oh, really? You would? Sure. So in other words, you kind of accomplished, been there, done that. Yeah. You know, you're still doing the same thing. You don't want to change jobs. Yeah. You like what you do. Well,
1: but you've accomplished it. Well, well, but if you're good at something, just stay with that. Hmm. Right. I mean, I know a lot of people that they're good at one thing, or that's what they they're best at. Then they switch complete. Doing something else and they, and they fail. But if they go to the, if, if you can be good at what you're at and expound on what you're good at, Mm -hmm. do that. What are you good at by the way? So tell me what you're good at. It must be running a car dealership. You're good at running a dealership.
0: And then I'm putting on the spot again. Give me more detail. So detail, excuse me. I'm good at running a dealership. Which means I know how to analyze a used car's value just by looking at it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I know how to pay off debt early.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what it, else? it's what it's is it? it's it's managing people and managing money. Hmm. That's what it is.
0: Okay, so you know how to manage people, and again, let's make sure we. That's not like you're.
1: And again, not that I'm the best,
0: mm-hmm. but. You've gotten to some level with the, the folks that work for labor and Chevrolet Ford mm-hmm. that say, Hey, I'm sticking around. I get paid enough. I get treated well enough because mm-hmm. that's always the paycheck, right? Correct. They got to hear. In fact, I remember you and I talking one time that maybe you don't remember this, but I sure do something along the lines that I don't think them enough or I don't have a conversation enough with them. I found need to do that more. Yeah. That, you remember Correct. that conversation. Yeah. Te- mm-hmm. Teach us that for a second.
1: Yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I'm just all about business. Mm-hmm. And let's get the job done. Mm-hmm. And I don't tell them good job or that was awesome or mm-hmm. thanks for being you. Mm-hmm. I try to I'm ever since that heart attack, I've tried to do that more. Mm-hmm. So, but that's one of my weaknesses. One of my
0: when people say, you know, something I'm like, let me tell you how it works with myself. Again, I consider you one of my very best friends. I I would the need for a car, whether it be a used junker for my new 16 year old or a new one for my wife it would be this danny uh-huh i need a car okay what do you want mm, something like between 10 and 15000 for my teenager okay bye <laughs> 3 days later I get a text got one okay i drove over there in fact when it was when i got that little old car for tate that little subaru yeah i didn't even drive it <laughs> i think i saw it and I was signing the papers, and they go, do you want to drive? I'm like, oh, yeah. because maybe,
1: maybe I should.
0: Yeah, maybe I should. And that's obviously a trust factor, and that's one of the sales pitches I give to people, for myself anyway, when I say, where should you buy a car? I'm like, I only buy I will only buy a car from one place. I appreciate it. And for me to have that, to have that trust factor, which I assume and hope that it goes all the way through, but I, I feel that's mm-hmm. true when I talk to folks there. It's, you know, let's take care of them and it's done right. And I also never once, I hope you realize this. I've never said, Hey, Danny, can you give me a deal? Yeah. I'm not going to ask that. Yeah. I already know whatever you're doing is very, very fair. Yeah. To me, that's the best. That's like the perfect world. Yeah. When, you know, yeah. instead of I'm, I'm going to go down and, you know, beat someone up on their price and they're going to try and beat me up. Oh, boy, that gets old. Yeah. Right. And you probably experience that. <clears throat> yeah. Or I can get this down in the valley. You got that whole lot to compete with. Mm hmm let's go there real quick as we finish up you know you get big huge competitors in fact I'm hearing the dealerships are going into bigger and bigger conglomerates right yeah and the smaller ones are trying to get rid of almost
1: yeah what are your thoughts and feelings on that where are you at with that um I hope there I hope it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. but they're paying crazy dollars Mm. so it will happen so but eventually but do you have to do it no so you'll choose to no. still be yeah. the smaller town ownership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I was just thinking about it two days ago. How crazy is it going to be when the only little man left is Danny? <laughs> uh, I'll have such a great marketing yeah, tool. Will,
0: huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can come here and we'll
0: have that hometown service, especially when the population is 80,000 people here. Yeah. That makes anybody happy. But
1: yeah.
0: And you've actually, you know, you and I have built little businesses in this town, you know, of a population of 20,000 to 30,000 <laughs> no. people. Yeah. Who, who are 25 minutes
1: from Utah County and 45 Correct. minutes from Salt Lake County. Yeah. I mean, the competitors are just right yeah, there. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to keep them in Heber. Heber is a commuter community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, they're going to go down to Bravo, Salt Lake, buy the car, but I'll service it. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with that? No. <laughs> but I have to be. Yeah. For now. Yeah. But it, And it's changing. It's yeah. slowly changing. Yeah. So, so well, let me tell you one thing on a couple of questions ago about why am I good at it? I think is what I've tried to do is I'm not going to have my people do anything that I won't do. I'm going to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, that's part of it. Is it? Yeah. I bought a dealership. I'm not going to say what one. And the tech bathroom was a disaster. It hadn't been cleaned for years. Mm-hmm. Mess. Mm-hmm. So that's I, the bathroom where your guys. Yeah, te- technician bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I, I made, made sure my guys saw me cleaning that thing. Mm-hmm. So I cleaned it the first time. Mm-hmm. Mess. They've never, if I've asked them to do something, they've never not done it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's key. Yeah. You're not too, you're not better than them. Mm-hmm. I'm not better than them. Mm-hmm. I tell them that all the In time. In fact, try and run your business without them. Correct. You're nothing. <laughs> you are nothing without yeah. them. Correct. So that's one thing I think is important.
0: So as we wrap this up, give me your advice. So my hope is that someone sees this title, sees this podcast, and I'm all, I don't want to say it. We're going to say, you know, Hey, do you want to run a dealership? I don't, know what we're going to say, I don't know yet. Yeah. Some sort of tagline is going to be fun. They listen to this.
1: What do you hope they get out of it? Anything's possible. If you put your mind to it and you have a goal, you can do it. And again, your goal was to be a doctor. Yeah. Turned. Mm-hmm. So what was your goal? What did what goal did you achieve? My goal was to for me to be in charge of. Actually, the whole goal is I want to take care of my family in a certain way. Mm. What's the I wanted to. I wanted to give them everything that I could give them. You know, a car, a nice house, mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to give them. You wanted to be that that dude that provided, Provide. the very best for them. Yep.
0: I think your wife would say that, by the way. I think she would. I hope. You know, yeah. knowing your wife again, a very good friend of mine. You know, we had a conversation where she's had to work hard on you to get you to where you are today. Yeah that was a fun conversation to hear. And she's like, he was so, I I'd, I'd use the word stubborn.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You know, and, and you had to be stubborn yeah. in a sense to get through something like this. Yeah. But here we are
1: you yep. can do it anything you want. Yep. And you did do it whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of challenges, obstacles, even buying
0: a dealership that you found out was probably oh. not in very good shape and you had to start mm-hmm. over yet again. Yeah. So the accomplishment factor truly does come down to you can do whatever you want, but it's going to cost a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Oh yeah,
1: you got to be you got to be willing.
0: So. Well, like I said, this will this will be one that I just just to hear some of this. I knew I didn't know all the little details in the mm-hmm. beginning. So fun to hear. To me, it's fun to hear people's stories because that's where we actually learn the, the the details. And lots of times we say just this level of things and my hope with these with this podcast is to hear the local folks specifically of wasatch mm-hmm. county you know wasatch back maybe even utah that have been there and done that and people can hear it again my wheelhouse is is real estate so it's fun for me to hear mm-hmm. even my friend who runs a dealership that's his core yeah thing that really that is his
1: security yep right absolutely so danny thanks for joining us thank you good to be here
0: this is dollars and sensibility and i'm tom stone thank you for listening and thanks for getting real with me. So next step is to answer your questions. Come see me. Guild Mortgage, 435-654-9979 or goaplathom.com.